to the first episode of the Mind Over Matters podcast, uh, where your hosts Josh, Stephanie, and Daniel. This is the podcast where we talk about a multitude of things, but we're going to mostly we're going to try and focus on mental health and what that means to us. Um, so today's episode, we're going to be focusing on confidence. Uh, I know I personally had a lot of trouble with that, and I'm sure a lot of my pals here have as well. So, how is everyone doing? I'm alright. You're alright? Yeah, Sweet as. We're into confidence. This is a bit daunting right now. Yeah, no, no it really is. Um, like, good on us to be mm. completely, give, give yourself a pat on the back for getting ourselves on. <laughs> a round of applause. A round of applause, there you go. I am sorry, I'm going to drink some coffee. Oh, this, <laughs> no this issue with that. No worries. Yeah, confidence is a big thing. I think the fact that we're all sat here, like, mm-hmm. doing this podcast shows that we've improved our confidence a lot. Yeah. Like me personally, I don't know if I would have done this. Mm-hmm. Like during my lowest confidence moment, so. Oh, for sure. I, I wouldn't have, like, a few years ago, I was proper, I was saying earlier, I used to be a proper shy kid. Like, it's mad. I would never, I would never, like, spoken to you people. I wouldn't have met you. I've only met you a few months ago. I would have never, you know, got into that sort of thing. Uh, but before we start getting our teeth stuck into that, uh, we've got a little book here 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. Let's get that nice and close. It's a nice book. I was always by. Uh, do you want to pick a number between, well, 1 and 14,000? You have to look at the, the pages. Page it's like 600 and something. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Well, do you want to pick a number between 1 and 612? 12. 12. Oh, you would, you would be, wouldn't you? Right at the beginning. So you got to read them in order so that you understand what's happening in the yeah, story. Yeah, well, I don't know what the story is. And neither do I. That's fine. It's just a list of 14,000 things, by the way, like someone's written just a list, so here is page 12. Well, it is a story then, isn't it? Alright. Weathered ducks on tall stilts. Does that make any of you... What's it I'm called? Does that make any of you... I'm going to be honest, when I said docks, I was thinking like Dr. Martin. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, I, I, maybe they that's what they mean. They are other <laughs> shoe brands on the <laughs> Dr. Martens on like big stilts. Like, they're just Jadens, you know, with the massive <laughs> soles that I've got. It says it's like spelled docks. Like, it'll be. Like, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it means. Alright. Modern art. I don't know what it is. It depends on what modern art you're looking at. Yeah. I quite oh, I like art. Like, yeah. I've seen bits of performance art. That doesn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, subjective, isn't it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Old-fashioned cake tester. A bundle of straws with shiny metal bands around. I th- this one's confusing because it says old-fashioned cake tester, colon, a bundle of straws with shiny metal bands around them. Let's just continue. I, don't, I don't know what that Let's means. find some nice ones. Do you want to read them also? I think you're better at this than I am. Red Velvet. Spending the morning in bed. Watching old movies. Collaborating on the crossword puzzle. Making popcorn, napping, exchanging long stories of childhood, ordering a pizza, and just being lazy. You know what? That makes me happy. Why did the ones I read out make more (laughs) sense and all the ones you read out were actually things to be happy about? Well, I've I've got nothing to say to that. I've got a touch. To be fair, like, staying awake in bed after you get up. Yeah, is that what it said? Yeah, so spending the morning in bed and like just chilling. That stresses me out. What if I've got to go to work? 
I think of moments when you don't have responsibilities for the day. Oh, okay, fair enough. Although, yeah, I'm one of those people, like, I'm constantly stressed and constantly have something to do. So, like, me laying in bed is something that, like, I just can't... Like, if I wake up, I have to get up. Yeah. Unless I'm exhausted, then I just fall back asleep. I wish I could do that. We should do an episode on, like, motivation, really, because that's something I really need. Uh, I've done all right, getting here. You know. Good on you. Thank you, Steph. That really <laughs> means a lot. And good on you too, Dan. Thanks. It's, it's the coffee. You've done all right as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound so infused. <laughs> I think, do you feel left out, Dan? Sorry, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I mean, because we've both got mugs. Oh, no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm not a big uh, coffee or tea drinker. What are you drinking, <laughs> Steph? <laughs> Energy drink. <laughs> you got to have something to get you started in the day. Um, I'll not disclose the brand, because there are many brands available. What? I would um, say you're quite a, a monster for drinking energy drinks. Right? <laughs> oh, Dan. Don't let that story emerge. <laughs> I'm going to bolt out this room because of all these puns. No, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, that would require a lot of confidence to leave Mithrakar. No, it would. <laughs> no, no, not that that would be one of them. our first fake walkouts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bound to happen. So when you feel like you have lack of confidence, like what does conf- first of all, what does confidence mean to you? Like what, what, how would you define confidence? I think it's just being able to do something willingly without feeling restrained. I think I don't think you notice it when you're confident because you just do something. So what do you say, people in prison aren't confident? That's <laughs> <laughs> what you said when I'm doing something without feeling restrained. Like, like you know, feeling like pulled back. Like, I know, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just tickling your funny bone. <laughs> um, I'd agree with you. I think that's an interesting question, really, because it's one of them weird things that you think you'd say a lot. I don't like. I don't have a lot of confidence. That person's quite a confident person, but it's yeah. I'd agree. I, I feel like it's it's a lot to do with. Like, if you say, I feel confident doing something, like, I feel confident going and talking to someone new, that means, like, you know what you're doing. You, you feel quite happy to do that. You Like, it requires less motivation mm. to do. I think you only really realise when you have a lack of it. I don't think you yeah. realise when you do actually have confidence. See, yeah, I'll proper. disagree with that, because there are some days I would, like... Some days I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, like I do not want to leave the house. And then other days I wake up and I'm like, yes, I can face the world today. And like, mm. for some reason, like I just have confidence in, on those particular days. Yeah. It's not very often, but um, so confidence can be the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. Um, also, like self assurance or believing that you have the capability to do something, that's confidence. And then there's confidence in. The way you look, there's confidence in the way you act, but there's confidence in like your ability to do something well. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. said. Tell you've researched that. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I've been reading How to Improve Your Confidence by Dr. Kenneth Hambly, specifically for this podcast. Oh, Shows the illustration of a turtle coming out of its shell. Oh, that's Would lovely. Would you like to show the camera? <laughs> yeah, look at that. It's got the turtle sat reading the newspaper. I'm pretty sure if a turtle comes out of its shell, it dies though, right? Because um, it's not like a isn't it, yeah, it's I don't think it's quite that literal. <laughs> this turtle's probably not alright. He should... looks fine, he's reading the newspaper. That's why I need a doctor. Dr. Kenneth Humbley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's fine, he's just he's happy reading he like, Garfield or something. He's, he's reading Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his flip-flops on, he's, he's alright. He's having the time of his life. So what's in this book anyway, Steph? 
So yeah, um, basically it was saying why we have problems with confidence and like, yeah, so basically you don't want to feel inferior to other people, you want to feel just as capable as other people. Confidence relies a lot on your relationships with other people, so if you feel comfortable around certain people, you'll feel confident. That's why a lot of people have problems with like new situations, especially with confidence, or like speaking in front of a lot of people that you don't know. Um, because it's a lot about how other people judge you. Yeah. Like when you're feeling low in confidence, you think, oh, they're gonna think, <clears throat> sorry, um, you're gonna think, oh, like they'll think this of me, or I'm not gonna say this correctly, or mm. I'm gonna look stupid, or I think whatever. one of the things I know, I'm, sh I'm sure it says this in, in the book, is one of, one of the things I noticed um, when I came out with my shell, like that title, I didn't die. Uh, yeah, yeah, massive clap for that. Is the, yeah, like I felt that, I really felt that everything I was going to do, everyone was going to nitpick and uh, find something wrong with. And yeah, like it wasn't just confidence in social, uh, social whatever, it was confidence in like, the way I looked at, like absolutely everything. And I noticed that people aren't that bothered. Um, yeah. Like, as like it sounds kind of bad at first, but to be honest, there's that many human beings about, and I think most reasonable people will know that you know people make mistakes or whatever. So even if you do mess up, want to hear you know. something that like? So this is I used to listen to Oasis like all the time. I've not listened to Oasis in a while. Other well, bands was, are available. <laughs> <laughs> there was um. One lyric is like, true perfection has to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And like, that really resonated with me, like, like 12 year old, 13 year old Steph, <laughs> like, that was a lot. And I used to like, this is so pathetic. I used to do my makeup for school and like, I'd do my eyeliner and one would be slightly wonky and I'd be like, true infection has to be imperfect. Like, <laughs> I can't get everything right, but like this other thing that I've done is fine. No, but that's, that's like, like true though. It sounds so silly though. And, like, no, it's, it's not silly because that's what you took away from that. It really helped, like yeah. genuinely really helped. I, I bet it did because I, I think, um, I don't even know which song you're on about, but yeah, like, I, I agree with those words. Cause... I'm it in my head to try and get the title of the song. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really true if everyone was like, perfect. I mean, what is perfect? Perfect doesn't exist. Um, That's little such by a... Little. Oh, is that the song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, but perfection, it doesn't exist. I feel like humanity, it's a bit deep now, but humanity just as a thing as a concept is constantly striving for perfection that's like how we've evolved to continue working with things that's how we've we've done amazing things frankly people build the pyramids people build cities all sorts we're never going to reach perfection what is perfection what i think is great is like humans are so diverse so your idea of perfection mm -hmm. to me is completely different yeah that's what, that's what i'm saying i don't think it's something anyone can really define well i mean like your perfect art piece of if you're trying to do something mm -hmm. like your perfect version of it won't be the same as mine yeah and like i think it's important to realize as well you're self-critical like people judge themselves more harshly than other people because you're around yourself the most yeah. so if you're producing a piece of work or whatever you're gonna read it multiple times and it's just gonna circle in your head did i phrase this right did i find the right words etc whereas like if someone had fresh eyes and read it they could be really impressed it's like artists you know everyone like van gogh you know 
Yeah, totally. And the way people judged his work, and yeah, now yes. the way it's looked at now. He had so. no confidence. Exactly. But yeah, like he's, I really like Ben Bangar. He's his class. He's got some really great art. Um, yeah, um, it's 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 true. I completely agree with that. I think when it comes to stuff like that, especially art, the imperfections are what make yeah, it good yeah. sometimes. Um, I quite like when you see a bit of art where you see it hasn't gone quite right, but they just left it in. I think it's quite nice. I like that. Yeah, it's I think like, that's what makes it human. Yeah, like it's like if you get like a robot to do something and it's like perfect, you lose that humanity and that edge. Like have you noticed? Like the difference between the way they record music now and then the way music was recorded years ago and the difference, like the edginess, the rawness, it's well, missing. Well, people put on like there's guitar pedals and guitar effects that add distortion because mm-hmm. that's how they used to sound, like in the sixties and stuff. Because it sounded cool. I like it. I don't know why. It's it's a strange. It's not something I can quite pinpoint. But yeah, oh yeah, it's worth this the imper- uh, imperfections, isn't it? Kind of like how uh, you get a lot of that uh, sort of full VHS effects now. Oh, yeah. The imperfections are kind of cool. It's, yeah, it's all like... We, we lost that now. You know, like the synthwave thing. I don't yeah, know, like yeah. you're into that. That's all got the like VHS. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you get the sort of the lines going across. Yeah. I, I like the, the scan lines, that sort of stuff. I remember watching like VHS videotapes and I was like proper young. So I liked all... Kids these days with their <laughs> oh, no. DVDs and the Netflixes. I hated that. If you ever rented a film and you had to sit there and rewind it and be like, yeah, <laughs> no. waiting to watch it. That feels so weird now thinking back to like that's how it used to be. Just because it's it's so it seems so like old fashioned and strange now. I don't know. It's cool though. I agree. It was a nice part of it though. Yeah, it's a lot easier, not better now, but it was nice to have that sort of <laughs> stressful bit to it. Yeah, yeah and, and, and the anticipation. It, yeah. it made it a bit like a ritual. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like it just kind of made you more excited for it. It's, it's something I always do with, if I'm going to do anything exciting, is I always sort of prepare, prepare myself for it, because I know that's going to get me more excited for doing something cool. Like, I can't think of an example. Well, I've got one. So before I go to a gig, I've obviously not been to one in a while, which is very sad, and I'm very excited to continue going. Like, I've seen, like, <clears throat> Stereophonics, it was, like, my first, mm. um, my first gig, and, like, Ed Sheeran and Adair Remember and stuff, like, other, other bands are available. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so my little ritual is if I'm travelling to see them, which usually I am, I'll listen to that band mm-hmm. like on repeat, like especially if it's like a new album, I'll listen to it on repeat and then like if I'm getting a hotel before seeing them, like I'll shout and while I'm in the shower, I'll like sing along and as I'm getting ready, like I'm still singing along like all these songs. <laughs> and then because the difference between being there, like and listening to the music and then being there, like actually physically being there live yeah. and it really hypes me up it gets me like yes I'm going to see this yeah. and I'm like listening and I'm singing along all the lyrics and I, I can't wait to sing along with them you know and with the other people that are there I like, it gets it. me excited now just thinking about it I can it. tell I love it. you seem excited I'm excited I want to go back to the music festival there was a band <laughs> Real Friends and um, <clears throat> I had their album and someone had gave me tickets um, as a surprise which is like really cute um yeah, and there was this one album, and like even before I knew I was seeing them, that's the album I'd listen to in the shower, like every single day, like if I showered every day, like every other day usually, <laughs> to be fair. But um, yeah, so like actually seeing them live and hyping myself up listening to that was, yeah. Sweet as. Going back to those songs, it's like the imperfection in those songs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you've heard of uh, like the uncanny valley thing, yeah, you know where people make. Uh, when you get to that sort of level of realism in, it's yeah. in like a form, it becomes a bit creepy. Cause like, it's it's almost human, but not quite. Well, that's why people um, have like a fear of clowns because it's like human esque face, but it's off, like it's wrong. Is that what I've it heard is? That's what, mm. Yeah. 
I just thought it was like scary makeup or something. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Probably because of the uncanny valley. It's like you know the new Star Wars movies where they added like CGI characters, like the younger looking version. Yeah. yeah. And it looked like impressive. They looked like quite realistic, but not quite. There's something, there's something weird them. about them. I think it's that. I think no matter how good of an artist you are, again, like you, you can't be perfect. Mm. You can be really good, but there's still imp- imperfections. And I think imitating something that's real is like a, a sort of a strange thing to do. Yeah. Because, I mean, not a strange thing to do, but like trying to make it exactly like it. You know what else I think? You said the word, um, oh God, it's gone from my head now. Like copying someone else, what, what oh, did yeah. you use? Imitating. Imitating. Yeah. It slipped from my mind. There Sorry. Go. In- imitating. Um, if you are trying to imitate someone else's work or trying to borrow off like other authors or like other artists or other like like musicians or whatever you'll constantly compare yourself to those people and i find for myself like even like fashion style or whatever like i'm just wearing like a jumper because i like the color like i find that if i was going to do something for other people or like imitate someone else's look or someone else's thing it wouldn't be right for me because i'm an individual and that might be right for them or like because Especially when it comes to like art and stuff, like it comes from the heart. So if you are just trying to borrow off other people, you're not putting yourself in there, and you're constantly comparing to who you're borrowing from. I completely and agree with that. That change, like that again, changed my perspective completely because like I don't want to beat other people. I am an individual. It's okay to be an individual. I'm really glad you brought that up actually, because that's that's that. I mean, that very much is a part of, of confidence, and I know I know a lot now with social media, and not, not even just social media, just everything. Uh, like magazines, just people you see on the street, people you know, you you constantly, again, it's human nature to compare yourself to them and think, God, I wish I was like that. But yeah, you're right, it's, it's you, it's yourself, it's your heart. You should never try and pretend to be something you're not. See, it sounds like I've got a lot of confidence, but what isn't coming across here is like, I've literally had panic attacks like during yeah. a D&D session because like, I felt like I wasn't confident and I wasn't having as much fun as other people and I felt like I wasn't being fun enough for the other people that were playing mm-hmm. and so like I literally muted myself and like had a panic attack yeah like just because of lack of confidence no, and <laughs> I'm alright yeah this is like like a month ago if okay. that or like three weeks ago whatever but yeah like I think that's another thing when you see someone that appears confident you don't know what situations they do feel confident in and which situations they struggle with and you only see the surface level. Yeah, so we work in admin. We have to place phone calls. Placing phone calls and taking phone calls, I'm completely fine with. Like, I enjoy doing it. But if I have to make a phone call on my own behalf, that's when the issue is. <laughs> but because I'm working here and answering the phones, people would think it's fine. Like, they don't see, obviously, me making personal phone calls, so they don't know. Yeah. So whoever you see, if they appear confident or whatever, like, remember that... It's impossible to be confident 100% of the time. Like, everyone has their own struggles and on different situations that they have issues with. I think it's important to say as well that <coughs> if it, it's okay to not, if you say, for example, there, because it's, it's not just about the way you look, I think we focus a lot on the way you look, which is a big thing, mm-hmm. like people, like, people, like body dysmorphia and things. But if you're not confident in a social sense, speaking to people or meeting new people, or like you were saying, like your uh, Dungeons and Dragons session, uh, is it's okay to like sort of just sit down and chill out don't pressure yourself to get everyone to like you i think there was someone someone here said um actually that uh, was really really resonated with me i can't remember the exact word but it was something along the lines of if you're in a room of 10 people and 
nine out of them, ten people, like they're like like if you go and ask them, they're like, oh yeah, they're all right. If one of those persons say, like, oh, don't like them at all, proper just fool, <laughs> get get them out of here. People of Gary, sorry, Mark, who said that. Yeah, uh, but that, I think that was good because if you yeah. if you change yourself so that that person likes mm. you, then the other nine people. They're not going to be as bothered anymore. And there's a thing, you've got to, like, if you're changing yourself to be liked, and you are liked, then you realise that it's not yourself that's liked, and you will feel yourself having to change yourself constantly to be liked. But also, Whereas if those nine people like you, and you're being genuinely you, mm-hmm. then you feel confident because you know that you're being authentic. Whereas, like, if you're putting on a face or, like, a different act in front of people, it's exhausting, and it results in less confidence even though that person now likes you it makes you feel even worse but even then if, if somebody if you are going to change yourself again like if you're going to have to change yourself to be like something do you even want to be associated with someone who doesn't like who you were exactly you know i think we always strive for that for that 100 percent yeah is not again the best thing to do sometimes because you do is lose something out of it like changing yourself mm-hmm. just for the benefit of someone else unless you're doing something that is genuinely bad that doesn't change it <laughs> I don't really see the need to change. Just be, just be genuine, be yourself. Not everyone's gonna like you, which is a very hard thing to accept. I think sometimes because we yeah. do want everyone to just like us, but oh yeah, but it's not gonna happen. And the sooner you never accept a, that, I think the happier you'll be. Really, never hundred percent. That's I think. I think that's been the theme of today's thing. Is wow, you're never gonna be hundred percent perfect. I think lack of confidence can kind of be a good thing sometimes, and that. For me, if I'm if I've got like a presentation or whatever, <clears throat> and I'm not feeling confident, I'll prep so much. Like interviewing here, like I researched about the company and everything about the charity, and um, researched like about the role and just tried to prepare myself because I wasn't confident, and then because I was all organized, that meant the interview went well and obviously I got the position. So like a lack of confidence sometimes, depending on the level, obviously, like if I wasn't confident at all, then I wouldn't have turned up and I did. So there is some level of confidence there, but mm. it can it can aid you too. Because if you're too confident, you can be like cocky and overthink. Like arrogant. Yeah, like yeah. you can... Oh, there's a big difference between arrogance and confidence. There was someone, someone told me, who I used to work with, not here, it's completely different, uh, they said, if you're confident, that's, oh, sorry, if you're arrogant, that's thinking that you're meant, thinking that you're amazing. And that's fine, but then oh no, no sorry, it's it's thinking that you're better than everyone else. But if you're confident, that's knowing that you are class. It doesn't matter about anyone else. I heard that there was like something very similar, but it was um confidence is your belief and ability that you can do it, and it's a, it's like a fair like you know you've done it or you, like it's mm. not overthink like I can't think of the word. Um. I think the the main difference is. But then arrogance is, believing you can. And you've got no, you've got no evidence for that. That you've, yeah. <laughs> like, or again, you think you can do it better than other people. You can, and there's no reason to believe that. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Yeah, something like that. I mean, everyone knows you, confidence, good, arrogance, bad. To, yeah, to, to <laughs> villainize it <laughs> a little bit. Well, the thing about the arrogance, I, I think a lot of people go on certain things thinking, oh yeah, I can do that. Think it's easier than it is, not realizing it isn't because there's so many people. At my school, who thought, yeah, I can make a YouTube channel. I'll be amazing at it. Uh, all crap. <laughs> None of them did well. Got any names you want to call out? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I remember that. That was a massive thing. And it was when like YouTube was starting up. We were yeah. all like 20, 14, 15, Yeah, 13, it was, was kind of like 2000. Like 
12 for me. I remember a lot of people making YouTube channels then. Yeah. And they think, oh yeah, I can just go play games and then everyone will like me and it doesn't go like that. I mean, they have confidence to actually go ahead and start that because I wanted to do that and it's I never did. Which is, it's just, which is a big yeah. thing. But, yeah, I mean, good on them for giving it a go. But I think there's a lot of arrogance in just thinking, oh, you just, you just sit and you play games and you talk mm-hmm. and then you just get lots of subscribers. Like, it doesn't, no, yeah, there's not, a lot more work in there. There's nothing that easy. There's, there's always, if there's something that seems too good to be true, then yeah, it yeah. probably will be, you know. I want to know what situations you guys find mm-hmm. difficult. Because uh, I've talked a lot about me, I want to know more about like your situation. Okay, so. well, <clears throat> I think right now it's definitely going and, and speaking to new people. Uh, or going, like speaking to people who I find... Well, maybe like arrogant or I don't know difficult to deal with I think I find it really difficult I don't know, I don't know how to describe what I mean to sort of meet them halfway yeah meet them halfway I've, I'm, I'm, I've, I've lost a lot of confidence in being assertive I suppose um, to those people but it's still I think that like what, well, what I really should talk about is when I was so shy like when I was in like college I would be like all between like secondary school, between the ages of like zero to like 16, I was so shy, like proper, it was proper bad. And what I found really struggling with there was, well, everything for a start, but was just speaking to anyone, even my friends, even people who like I thought like could be my friends, or my teachers at school, if I needed help with my work, I was just proper, like I couldn't speak to them, I couldn't speak to anybody at all. Uh, I think but the way I really overcame that, which is, I mean, that's the big thing, mm-hmm. is, A, I think I mentioned it earlier, is realising that, you know, people aren't that, that bothered. People aren't that bothered about what, you, what you're going to do. And two is, yeah, like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to change myself. If, if, I, if I go in front of someone and I'm, like, really weird, because I was a weird kid, to be honest. I mean, I know, like, weird's, like, subjective, but, you know, like, I was. <laughs> 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 And I thought, like, well, you know what, like, so what? If I'm weird, people are boring, you know? <laughs> uh, and I think now, now that I've probably realised that, I'm quite, I'm quite happy that I'm a bit weird. Because I'd much rather be, like, this person who would involve himself in anything and try anything new, well, within reason, and if I've got the confidence to do it, than be someone who proper fits into the, the normal thing. Which I know is a really big thing when you're in school, isn't it? You're trying to... Yeah fit in trying to like find your identity which is a really difficult thing and even now I'm, I'm 21 that's like a I actually ask you that as if it was a question I am 21 <laughs> I tell you <laughs> it's really hard to find out who you are find out your ego find out what's going on see my problem in school um I was saying earlier about putting on different faces in front of different people I was yeah. friends with like so many different groups because like I didn't feel comfortable to be myself around like individuals mm-hmm because I had like issues um so I would literally like (laughs) I was that kid so in French class I was a little awful child I like I was the class clown I got sent out of class I whatever um but I would still do the work because like I also like studying I'm one of those I like studying guys sorry um (laughs) yeah so the teacher (laughs) the teacher would literally move me from sitting so like say I was sat with you Mm -hmm. And we were chatting. Well, Steph's obviously the instigator. She's the loud one. She's the talkative one. So 
she'd move me like next to Dan and then I'd start talking to you and then like no matter where I was moved in the classroom I would literally get on with anyone I was sat with. <laughs> that's like, a good thing. But that's because like, <laughs> like yes I had the confidence to speak but also like I just had the nervous energy or whatever but like I used to put on like different Did you mirror people? Layers. Not really but like I think because again I have that studious side or I have the nerdy side or I have the like misbehaving child side so like I would sit with the other kids that were also loud and get on with them because I would show that side yeah. but not the other stuff because they wouldn't like that and then with the quieter kids we would talk about books or whatever so like I could be on their level with that sort of thing or like I used to go to chess club but I also still got sent out of class and like those two very different sides I'm still that one person but it was very disconnected you can be all of those things well, yeah, there's I no am. need to fit into an arm as you're in the chess club, you are a nerdy person. Well, that's the thing, like, you now can, I don't know. I've accepted that I'm all these different things, and like, I still put on a front to some people, but I'm finding it a lot more easy to be like just my authentic self around people, and I think that's something that's really important to learn. Yeah. But what about you, Dan? Uh, I think, like, with a lot of people, it's just the confrontation, which is hard. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's kind of a struggle to do it sometimes because like, there are times I can talk to people all right, and then there are other times where, it, it, even with my parents or my girlfriend or something, I have those moments where I want to ask something, I want to say something, I can't quite get it out. And I get that moment where I go to say something, and I'm like, and I, just, I can't get the words out. I, I feel very sort of awkward getting them out. Yeah. Does it help if you write things down instead? Like these are the points I want to come across. Uh, oh, this is important to me. This is what I need to say. Not necessarily. It's more like uh, if I'm talking to my girlfriend and we're on a call and it goes a bit quiet and I don't really know what to say. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not uh, the best at talking. I get, I get what and you mean. It goes a bit quiet and then I want to say something, but I don't want to sort of. But that happens. The quietness and stuff, and then I kind of, <laughs> I kind of worry. Then all the times when um. You know, I have to ask my mum and dad something, and I have to ask them to help me with something or to do something, and then I, I go to the shout at them, and I'm like, and then I just can't get it, I can't <laughs> get it out, I sort of struggle with it sometimes. Um, it's quite... Is it not wanting to be a burden on, like, not wanting to annoy them? Like, what I is guess the... it, I guess it's that sort of worry that I'm going to say something and then they're going to, you know, pull my head off or something. I know it's not <laughs> going to happen, but it's just the, sort of the worry of that, like, you speaking know, you, up, yeah. You just feel it, don't you? Yeah, it's you can't worry. argue with the way you feel. I think it's the worry of just having your voice heard sometimes is a bit of a, oh, a weird thing. It can be quite, saying like an argument, not saying that that's, like, that's oh, what you're yeah. on about, but it's really difficult to get across what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think, because especially if, you, if you've got troubles with confidence, if you like, say, if you've got like a bit of sort of a big like a, pre a presentation, and you know you're gonna have to go like a job interview, mm -hmm. you can prepare for it, and that's a really good way because that's that way that's a good way to sort of get confidence as yet, like preparing and just sort of build that up. But like if you're in like the heat of the moment, that's when it's sometimes the hardest. I think that's what I was trying to say earlier about like assertiveness or whatever. I suppose yeah, like stand up for myself, or saying how I really feel because I, I don't want to come off as, as too aggressive, or too much of like a um. Not gonna say that word. <laughs> uh, not nice person, because yeah, like you just if you feel that inside, and sometimes you say something in the heat of the moment that's mm. not nice, or that's not exactly what you meant, or it comes off wrong, or you know, it's, it's sometimes it's the way yeah. you say things. I'm glad that I'm one of those people that can stand up for myself because I've like I've always had to. I've never had anyone stand up for myself. Yeah. So I always had to have been myself, and I know that if I don't stand up for myself, then I'll just feel worse. Yeah. So like that's something like even as a kid like I used to get bullied a lot like mm -hmm. constantly but I was still that loud kid mm -hmm. and like people used to say oh, you're not the type of kid to get bullied 
But obviously, I think I was. Yeah, what does that mean? Everyone, everyone well, believes yeah. in school. You know, that's just what, yeah. that's what but, um, school is. You know. But yeah, so I've always had to stand up for myself, and that's something that was like, I'm really glad. I think confrontation is scary because you don't want to hurt the feelings of. If you're that upset, you clearly have feelings, which means you care. Yeah. And obviously, if you care, you don't want to upset the other person or don't want to worry the other person. Like, what I love about, like, another thing about my partner, like, we'll sit, and if we have something to say, like, we both try and de-escalate our feelings, like, if one of us is upset or whatever. Or, like, we'll say, look, this is something I want to talk about later because it's, like, stressing me out. When I'm a bit calmer, like we can talk, and then yeah, it means that there's there's not confrontation. We don't we don't we just communicate. That's good. That's a really assertive thing to do, and I think that's that's I think this is a, a really important thing, just in any aspect of life, is assertiveness. It's it's not being too aggressive. It's mm-hmm. not being too passive. It's being the, the healthy middle ground. It's something I'm still learning now because I yeah. still have the worry. Oh, like I want to say this thing, but I don't want to upset you or don't want to like make you feel a certain way but then if you think about it, in the long run like it's so much better to communicate because if you're festering over these things and you're not sorting it out then it's that's where the issue is and obviously i'm talking about like my personal like romantic relationship but it works for all relationships like work relationships colleagues friends bosses like anything like it's important for every kind of relationship that anyone has I think what's really frustrating and quite difficult a lot of the time is if you're trying to, to communicate with someone and the way and you don't get anything back. Which from my personal experience, that's always been really hard because you feel like there's nothing happening, you know, and that's when sometimes it might be hard to sort of control yourself, you know. And I think that's when it's... Imba- well, to be honest, I think that's probably the time, say if it's like a, like a personal relationship, anything like that, is maybe when you should think, well, that's just not... That's not worth it. Like I was saying, changing yourself, you shouldn't change yourself for someone who's, who's not, you yeah. know, just not bothered because at the end of the day, it's just like, people do change, people change, it happens, you know, just get on with it. I think it's quite frustrating when you're going out of your way to, to sort something out. Yeah, And then not getting anything back. Even when you're saying, do you want to do this at this time? Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, whatever, yeah. Like, mm. can, I, can I just get a yes or no? Yeah. I think that knocks your confidence as well. If you're always being the one instigating, like, a meet-up, like... Mm. Or messaging your friends, do you want to go do this thing? And they're like, oh, well, maybe. Or like, they'll change plans or whatever. I can not keep confidence because it's like, do they want me around? Mm. So oh, yeah. what I do is like, if I notice that I'm being the one doing that, like, I'll stop and wait until yeah. I hear something. And then if they don't, it's like, look, why am I putting myself on the line for this relationship over and over again? Like, whatever. If I, first of all, there are other people that would appreciate, like, that connection and that company and that, you know? Yeah. And it's that's another thing that's really hard to learn when to kind of That's that's something I've noticed stop. a lot recently, like with my friends as well. I've like yeah, I've just thought like are they bothered at all? So to be honest, like but again, like I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have a life, you know, like trying to meet new people than a life with friends that I don't even think are that bothered about me. Yeah. You know? And I think like I mean that that's good for me because like, that that shows like well I very fortunately, I've now got the confidence to go and and meet new people, which I know is like obviously difficult in Corona times. Uh, but you know, I think that's 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 the only thing you can do. I think I don't know because I think that, I mean there's a lot of people who would who would much rather sort of be by themselves, which is again fine, you mm-hmm. know. And 
if, if, like, if that's what they're actually happy with. I think that's another thing. Like, for me, confidence to be by myself is such a struggle. Like, spending time on my own. Yeah. I find that hard because it's like, what do I do with myself? Whereas when I'm with other people, it's like I feel a lot more at ease. Like, I'm an introvert, so I prefer, like, being by myself. Like, it's how I recharge. Okay. So it, it sounds weird. Like, <laughs> the way I've phrased it and everything, what I'm talking about. I'm an introvert, so, like, I need time alone to process and to recollect everything and just chill but like having the confidence to be by myself or like I went out for drinks with one of my friends from school in sixth form recently we went to Newcastle and um I saw a bloke and he went to where we were and he ordered a drink for himself and he had dinner by himself like a full-on dinner Mm -hmm. and I was thinking I've never done that. I'm way too anxious to do that. Like, he was literally just sat really enjoyed, like, really enjoyed his food. Oh, good on him. Do you know I what wish I, mean? I was in. Exactly. That sounds clever. Exactly. Didn't I say it one easy the other day? I was like, I might just go out to the cinema because they've opened up again um, for, for the foreseeable future. And I thought, like, I just want to go watch a film by myself. Yeah. They're playing Lord of the Rings at the. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, there's no new films coming out, so they're playing all, like, the good old ones. I have to just go watch Lord of the Rings at the cinema. Like, I've got them on DVD, but I just, like, go out to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> We should all make a day trip. Yeah, but I'll go out the <laughs> cinema. Trip, <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 strange when people say I'm introverted, I'm extroverted, because not only does that like label yourself as that is the sort of person yeah. I am, but everybody needs that time to recharge. I'd say if I was to label myself, I'd, I'd say I'm more of an extroverted person. I think the difference but, between introvert and extrovert, like I'm an extroverted introvert, so like I'm still talkative when I'm in company with yeah. others, but if I'm not by myself, I, like I. Other people drain me mm-hmm. because, like, I, I don't know, just other people drain me. Yeah. So, no, but, but it's, with it's an ex- true. with an extrovert, if they're by themselves, then like they need other people to recharge. It's why lockdown for extroverts have been a lot more difficult because they need other people. But it's more. Both. So. I need time with people, and yeah. I need time by myself. I live, I live by myself, so I spend most of my time by myself, and I hate that. But I think that's just because I've got all the time by myself. But if I was constantly like living with someone. I'd probably like kick off at that as well. Yeah. You you need you need both. Well, Absolutely everything in life. You need the balance. You need both. You 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 know like people aren't an aggressive person mm-hmm. or a passive person. They're both. Just sometimes you might be more aggressive or more passive, or more. Um, it is a scale. Know. Yeah, and yeah. Apparently, like over time, introverts become more extroverted and vice versa. Like it is like mm-hmm. you're not just one thing throughout your life. Oh totally. I've I've heard that. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it's it's true. You 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 never can be. I think that's, that's why it's always strange, like, on, like, horoscopes and stuff, it always says stuff, uh, yeah, I saw you from your It always says, Sorry. Like, uh, like, if you're a whatever, uh, then you're a very passive person or whatever. I think that's that's really strange to sort of just be like, because that, that, that applies to everyone. I don't think you can just put people in a box like that, even with yeah. the extrovert, introvert thing. You can sort of say what you are overall, but when people are kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm an extrovert, it's kind of like... You're not going to be that all the time. I know. And then people start going like, oh, I'm an extroverted introvert who introverts my extrovert. It's like, It's just when people get so wrapped up in it, it's kind of like, I, it's, it's like you, you, bo- you said you're both of them, but mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to sort of label yourself as one of them, whereas I don't, I think it's fine as like a blanket statement, but it's when people... Yeah. That's when people like, try to fit, like fully fit themselves into like, one. Even yeah, like now, everyone is even, so unique. Sorry, sorry. go on. I was going to say, even now, even though, like, I'm happy being myself, I still try and connect with other people. And, like, mm-hmm. labels for me is such a bad thing because, like, I'll see all these labels and I'm like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and this. And then it's like, 
for me it's a connection with other people that are the same but I know that I am all of these things as a whole which is an individual like I'm not just this one thing I'm not just like all these other mm. people who have this one thing or are this one thing it's like I'm all of that and that makes me completely different to other people I'm sorry I'm using a lot of hand gestures oh no you it's probably this undefined energy drink oh yeah <laughs> well I think yeah like labels as a general thing is it's bad I know it's like easy it's like it's easier to put things in a box and then put things in like a label thing but when you start labeling yourself then it's it's like I don't know, like, I think that can really like damage your ego or your, your sense of self. I think one of my friends got a bit confused because when he was looking into, I mean, this was a few years ago now, when he was looking into the introvert extrovert stuff, he was saying that, you know, he's both, but you can't sort of label himself as one of them. Mm. I think that kind of confused him a bit. Yeah, and that's like a bit upsetting to see because you shouldn't like stress over you're like, oh, well, I'm, I am, and I have to be this sort yeah, of person. I think that's the bad thing sometimes. You have to think, you, some people think they have to be one or the other, mm. yeah. which is a bit. It's not the best when you don't think you really fit into one of them properly. I wish I wish there was it was more commonplace for people to say, like you can you can just you are unique. Don't like you're whatever you're you you. Mm. I suppose that's what I'm doing here to the podcast to all the people, to all the like ten people that will probably listen. To this. <laughs> I think what's hard is when you're in school you get like berated for being individual. Mm. It's like why are you wearing your hair like that? Why are you wearing funny coloured eyeliner? Why are you acting that way? Why do you have that interest that's so nerdy? Mm-hmm. So like it's beating out of you as a kid. And then like as you grow, it's like, oh you're just like other people. Like why aren't you just yourself? I think and that's like a huge like is that not yeah, Mad. it'd be class if people could really celebrate the differences. I love meeting people that I disagree with <laughs> in like a weird way. Uh, or people who are like just different for me, they like different things for me because I want to understand why they like those things mm-hmm. and I talk to them about it and I mean sometimes I'll continue and not agree with them but I will have that music's just naff isn't it? Like, <laughs> but sometimes I'll, I'll find something new and even if I do, do find, if I, even if I do think oh that's naff I still like have a chat with them. I think it's cool as well. Even those people that you have those disagreements with, there is something in common, you just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. But again, you should never label yourself because you can just get on with people no matter what their their opinions are, really. You just get on with everyone. You see, I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Getting on with people that I disagree with. I think it's because I'm so passionate and, like, I care a lot about other people's feelings and, like, like extremely so, like it's detrimental to my own mental well-being, <laughs> like that I care way too much. Um, so I find that like, if there's someone who I find's view impedes on other people's well-being, then it's like, I get very passionate and fiery. <laughs> but um, yes. Do you guys know of anywhere you can improve your confidence? Then. Yes. Yes, I do. In things, in situations... Wait, let me get my pen. Yeah, go on, write that down. <laughs> uh, well, I think I touched on it before. In situations where you can prepare for it, to a job interview or a, um, I don't know, a presentation or, or whatever, if you've got to do like some like something at school or something at work or any sort of public thing, prepare for that. You can prepare for that and you can practice in front of people that you are more confident with if you can, if you can find someone that you're more confident with. Uh, I'll just building up like a one-on-one relationship with someone. And to be honest, even in this in the sense where it's not, uh, where there's there's not something like a, a big event like a presentation or whatever I said, is building one-on-one relationships is a lot easier than going into a group of friends because you can find connections a lot easier and you can usually be a lot more honest. Yeah. 
and then once you've got that you can just like almost like you practice your short social skills without realizing like you level it up like it's a video game uh i think that's what i did and then once you start doing that and you start just being yourself then everything's so much easier what do you guys think about that uh i think one thing I agree with the leveling up kind of thing. <laughs> I think yeah. the one thing that I'd like to go for is uh, driving, because I passed my driving test. Ah, well done. Almost six years ago now, and I've never driven since, because it was really, oh. I just find it very daunting, I find mm. it very scary, because when you fail, you do feel like the worst person in the world, and it really knocks yeah. you. Mm. Um, and plus Did I you wanted have to do test a few times before passing? Yeah, I had to do it quite a few times, which was kind of knocked me down when, like, I know my dad did it in his first goal. But you got back the, up again. Somehow, yeah. But it's just, um, after finishing it, um, I thought, I don't want to, I don't really need a car, because I was only going to college at the time, and it was only about a 15 minute walk away. Mm-hmm. And I liked the walk, I thought it was fine. So I didn't really need a car, and I thought, I, I, I want to get a job before I get one, and never happened until now. Oh, so uh, you are? I went all those get yourself years, a car. <laughs> I went all those years without... You, you know, did. a job. But it's just because I could have bought a car years ago. I've I've always had the money. I could have got one. I just didn't. I, I just didn't feel confident to do so. Oh, really? And then when you sort of go so long without, I think, but can I even do it? I don't even know what to do it now. What I helps? Don't know. What helps with things like that? Like so, for a car and driving, mm. you know you're capable because you have passed. Um, it's just trying to build yourself up to that. And I've got a friend, um, in Sweden. And she is so anxious about driving on the motorways and driving in general. Like, she genuinely has really bad panic attacks. Like, mm. she started by sitting in the car and then, like, just driving up and down her street. Yeah. And then, like, I remember when she told us she'd actually driven on the motorway for the first time. Like, I, like, I like, cried for her. Oh. Like, but, like, it was, it was the fact that she literally built up and, like, yeah. and she used to have her mum in the car. Like, she had to go see her mum and her mum was in the car with her. And that's when she did it. And it was... Building it up. It's one of those things where I feel you don't actually learn until after you pass your test, and then you start. You just have to go out there and do it, and that's the scary. That's the scary thing. Mm-hmm. The thing that scares me is the unpredictability, because I just I don't want to get in someone's way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to ruin something. I think that's the thing. Big thing with driving is it's it's very like yeah, it's organised and getting in people's way. Cause I was the same when I first started. Like I passed my driving test like I know, a couple of years ago, and that was yeah, like I passed it. I was like, all right, I'm, I know what I'm doing now. Let's go. Yeah. I was like. Oh, what do I do now? <laughs> See, I don't even drive. Like, I haven't even... Like, I did a drive license at school. I was allowed in a car, and, like, I've driven in a tractor before. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, my old carers had, like, land and a tractor, so I would, like, stay in. How fast it, what, it go? Fun. I don't know. I don't think we went that fast. To be fair. Oh. Like, there was a ramp. <laughs> there was a ramp? Anyway, no, there was there a jump on it. Around the... Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. Like, but I've never actually had driving lessons. It's not that I don't have the confidence to do it, it's just... I think just one of the time, effort, money. And obviously, like, as I want to move countries, like, I think I'm better off learning in another country rather than mm. having to learn here. And then, like, you you can apply... If you, we were in the EU, you could apply to mm. switch your licence over. And I think there's no All point right. for me right now. It's better. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. I think one of the scary things about driving in particular is that you look at everyone else. And it just looks like second nature to them. Mm. You don't again. You don't know what it's like they've, for them. They've built up for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove for about I think like two years, and it was the first few months like I proper like couldn't do it. But then by like this uh, the second year of it, I was just yeah like it was second nature to me. 
and like you look at everyone else and they've probably been driving for mm. you know like ages that's I mean you were saying that before when you if you like feeling if you see someone who like you think they're confident mm-hmm. like you don't know what they've done they could have done whatever they're doing like a million times I mean that's what we're saying with like the step by step yeah, yeah. is just slowly get yourselves involved with whatever it is that you don't have confidence with I'm saying social situations just because that's what it was for me but anything whatever whatever it is like I don't know anything <laughs> there was a really helpful thing I came across and um it was basically what do we want to achieve and how can we gain the confidence and build on that mm-hmm. so you've got to be smart about it oh so you've got to have a specific goal so I have so many vague goals, I don't really have many specific ones, but if you want to do something, like you need to be sure of what it is, um, and why you want to do it as well, that's like a massive thing. Mm-hmm. But um, So that's S specific. Um, it's got to be measurable. Yeah. So for instance, like I have lost a lot of weight, um, intentionally, but it was also healthily, like I did it in time. Um, and I would like measure like by my clothing sizes, but also, like, I would weigh myself, like, once a week. I wouldn't do it every day because it, like, fluctuates and stuff. Um, and I'm sorry if this is, like, triggering for anyone. Um, we can, like, add a disclaimer or something if we need to. Um, but, yeah, like, it needs to be measurable. So, like, I would weigh myself. And you could see, like, the number or, like, the graph on my Fitbit, for example. Like, you can see your heart rate go down. Like, your So, you need something you can view. Um, and something that you can't say, I'm doing well or doing, like, I'm not doing well. Something you can't. It's hard to word. Like um, a, you need like measurable progress. So you know that you've progressed. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you'll think, I'm putting all this effort and nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. When really, if you look at things like that, they have changed. Um, achievable. So make sure you're not doing something that's completely out of depth or you're not jumping all the way to the end goal. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, at size 22, I didn't go, I'm going to go to size 6 and just whatever. Like, yeah. no, I'm going to go down a size. I'm going to get mine and I'm going to, and that's the way it is. That's um, like, again, like what I was saying, the most important thing is never never jump in the gun, step by step, little by little, get in there, you know, because it, it's, you're never going to be like that. I think it helps a lot. I think, to be honest, why like, a lot of people might sort of have confidence, or like, ooh, like people start to notice that they're not feeling confident. I mean, they'd obviously start feeling anxious about whatever it is they're not confident about. Uh, but it's like, simply, people not telling them, people not saying to them, like, yeah, you're doing it. Or like, yeah. Maybe like there's people like nagging someone to do something, which just makes you want to do something less. My partner, what really, really helped me, when I, I got myself a Fitbit last June, and um, I was trying to do daily walks and stuff, and I still do that now. Like, I make sure to get a certain amount of steps per day and per week. Um, and like, he would say to me, like, oh, have you got your steps today? And if I did, he'd be like, oh, that's really good, well done. But if I didn't, instead of being like, mean about it like uh, some people well that's you didn't do it exactly because you've already got that in your head you're already thinking to yourself oh i didn't do it i'm not good enough i didn't do it whatever mm-hmm. have someone to have someone there that says and supports you that says oh it's okay like mm-hmm. tomorrow you can or maybe whatever but like it's fine don't beat yourself up and that's a huge thing like don't berate yourself for not achieving that it's just it's surrounding Straight yourself away. with positive people, which I know is easier said than done. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, like it's it's harder to find people like that. But yeah, like it's like I was saying, like the, the nine out of ten people thing, you, like you have to find those people that are right for you and, and support the way your mind works. You know, people who just accept you for that. Because I think that's really nice. Because yeah, like to be honest, that's another thing that's probably really helped me with my confidence is finding the people that at the time are right for me and right whatever mm-hmm. I need to progress myself. Definitely. 
and you might outgrow them and you might change or they might change and that's also fine because things are constantly changing but I think just surrounding yourself with positive people is, is a really big one. It makes a huge difference especially if you've got certain people in your day that like you think like if you're holding on to a friendship because you used to be friends with them and you used to like who they were or who you were around them um, but if you notice that they're like starting to make you feel emotionally down or whatever like or you being around them they're constantly maybe they're not even insulting you maybe they're insulting themselves like they're saying oh well i've got this thing like it's really bad and da -da -da, constantly 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 obviously you want to bring them up you want to help them but if being around that all the time brings you down you need to look out for yourself as well because you can't help and fix everyone that's another thing that i struggle with like you can't do that for everyone you can't be there for everyone and if it knocks your mental health you need to try and put yourself first because at the end of the day like you've only got you for the rest of your life so you need to it sounds really dark but it's true no no it is, it is true it's it's constantly you're right it is you you can never belong to one group for so long mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah because things do change and it's, it's, it's really learning how i'm saying like surround yourself with positive people but it's, it's more so learning to live like with yourself. Yeah. That's that's the, another important thing. But just positive people can help you do that. Um, going back on to SMART, so yeah. we have specific, measurable, achievable. Um, R is realistic, which fits in with achievable. So again, you want to make that goal or make those steps. Like, I didn't go to myself, I'm going to do 10k steps every single day forever. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to do 60,000 steps a week. Which gives me some, so 10k steps is like my, my small goal, it's like my goal that I don't mind missing out on because if I get to the end of the week and I've done my 60k, that's my real goal. Mm -hmm. So like some days I'll do like nothing mm -hmm. and then other days I'll do 20 to make up for it. Oh yeah. So you need something that's like possible. That's cool, yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. I like that you've done it like weekly rather than than daily because like dailies can really stress you out like your daily yeah. routine is trying to do something or like imagine if you're like ill or you're feeling really depressed and you just want to day in bed like and then you're beating yourself up because you didn't do the 10k like it's it's awful yeah, you know so you. the fact that i was like well if i have a bad day that's fine like i need to take that time for myself because mm -hmm. you know so yeah that's yeah. why i did it per week instead and then time based so if you've got a goal you want to see when you want to achieve that? I think that's one of the big things because people expect other you think other people and you also expect yourself to, to do things instantly. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't happen instantly, you think, oh, see, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the big things is to take your time. Don't take too long, of course. You don't mm -hmm. want to not do anything. But I think sometimes it really knocks your confidence. Like when, uh, you know, like a big one is like when your parents say, like, oh, you have to go get a job. And you, you kind of think that they're expecting you to just go out and get one tomorrow, mm -hmm. which is very, very hard. It's very hard to gain confidence to do something like that. It took me a long time, which maybe it's annoying to them, I don't know, but I just, I, I needed the time to work yeah. up to it, which maybe... Look, look where you are now. Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you all very much. Well, lastly, very important, I think the most important thing to have confidence in is have confidence that you can improve your confidence. Yeah, that's all. That, well, on that note, because that is a very good point to end on, thank you all very much for listening uh, to the Mind Over Matters podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And yeah. we'll all be here to see you 
See you soon. I hope it was helpful. And if you have any questions, queries, or concerns, please let us know. Oh, on would you like to read out the, the phone number and the email? Mindovermatters at hedm.co.uk Or you can call us on 01429-269-303. Um, and I believe that's everything. That's all she wrote. Thanks again very much. See you all Thank later. You. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> You've been holding that one in, Dan, haven't you? Yeah.